1: Blob Talk Radio. Saturday mornings with joy keys. I'm your host joy keys. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at joy keys. Check me out on Facebook Saturday mornings with joy keys and on Instagram Saturdays with joy keys. You can also email me Saturdays with joy keys at hotmail.com. Check us out on Stitcher, on Spotify, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. All the past episodes are there. You can share them with friends and family. If you missed something or you came in the middle, all the things are archived. Never fear they will be there. So this morning, iconic. Wow. I mean, they're talking about background singer. I mean, she's a singer. She's a songwriter. She's an arranger. She's a pianist. Uh, I mean, she's not just this background singer. She's worked with Elton John and Spike Lee Prince and Michael Jackson. Uh, This is her third album, Baby, I'm Hollywood. And that's what you just heard uh, on the playing was Baby, I'm Hollywood. And I think she's on the line now. This is singer Judith Hill. Hello. Hello. Judith, can you hear me? I can't. Can you hear me? Yes, just a little low. Let me see here. I'm going to turn my volume up a little bit. Um, Thank you so much for for calling in. Are are you in the West Coast or East Coast now? Um, I'm in the West Coast in L.A. Well, thank you extra for waking up early um, (laughs) to do the interview. I I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So this is your third album. Um, and why was the time now for this album to come out? I guess it came out last year, but what was your um, thought? Because it's like three years between each, I guess. Is that what your cycle has been? Um, yeah, it's been,
2: yeah, something like that. It's um, Yeah, it was a really um, exciting experience making that record. I was on tour at the time, and um, just really being on stages and really, having an itch to write new music and share my story on a deeper level. And so
1: that album, I had a chance to really dig in. Now, you know, as a singer, I've heard this thing about preparation before you go on. Do you not speak? Are you one of those people that they don't speak for like the time before they have to go on to protect their voice? What do you do to protect your voice since you're working so much? Well, a lot of times I'll go on like a vocal rest, but,
2: um i don't I don't mind speaking before a show, but I make sure I do a lot of like vocal exercises and things like that just to keep my voice um you know strong and a lot of times on tour your voice is like a muscle until so you feel like an athlete, a gymnast, and actually the more shows, the stronger endurance and so um yeah it's a, it's kind of like a balancing act of vocal rest um. And also, just really good vocal um, training to help your voice stay strong.
1: Mhm, mhm. And what about um, your instruments? So you play several instruments. What What are the What are all the instruments you play? Um, well, I mainly we
2: play like the guitars and keyboards.
1: She says, "Oh, I just play the guitar and keyboard." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everybody can't do that, you know, Judith. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, and do I it like well. Let's
2: song. put it I that like way. The... <laughs> I love it because they're just like two different sides of me. I feel like the guitar allows me to just be expressive and soulful in a very different way that piano is very fluid. Um, so I love the contrast of the
1: two. Mhm, mm-hmm. And do you have a favorite um, guitar that you play, a favorite brand um, that, that works well for you?
2: Well, right now I'm I'm playing a lot of, like, um, ST Gibson, and so that's been really fun. But I also love a, a Strat, a Fender
1: Strat. And what's the difference for us lay people? What, what makes them different?
2: <laughs> well, the ST is, like, it has, like, this really nice warm tone that feels smooth and full of, like, just, really good like blues and just like a warmth to it and a fatness to it that i love and it has mm-hmm. like this little bit of a sizzle to it whereas the Fender Strat is really like jangly and 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 really good for funk and like also it has like this bite to it where you just feel like it's it has like an edge to it and i love yeah. that as well cuz it feels very visceral and it feels very um, just kind of like wild you know so I love the two different contrasts but lately these days I've been playing the SG more.
1: Now your parents are um, musical people um, did they introduce you did they say we want you to be a musician or kind of corral you in or was it something that you thought you were drawn to? I was definitely drawn to it over time my mom she
2: used to be a piano teacher and so she taught me and a bunch of other kids growing up, and but it wasn't until like later in my life where I was able to really understand how important music is to me personally, regardless of my parents. Um, but they certainly played a huge role in in helping me early on to get started.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you thought about being a teacher yourself and teaching other people and, and teaching like in a college or school? Um,
2: sometimes I teach, like, just do, like, you know, little workshops and things like that, but I'm um, not, not really, not really, like, anything, like, I just, I just, like, Steady I is. do, but I do like to, yeah, like, I do like to do workshops here and there, like, in connect, and I think that that's always very fun
1: and rewarding and powerful to do. Well, let's play some more from your album. This is uh, actually the first song on the album, uh, When My World Is Blue. Open your
0: eyes, look into my heart and see the trouble. Well, is it way too high? Maybe you are too afraid to see me without all the shine.
1: So so beautiful, Judith. Really beautiful. Thank but you. But it speaks to your sensitivity. I mean, you're a very sensitive uh, person. From different posts I've seen on, on social media and things of that nature, how do you how do you handle your relationships with people who are like you know they're fake? How do you discern who's true? How do you know who's going to be by your side? Mm. It's a really good question. I feel like one big
2: um, thing about it is just whenever you feel somebody that understands empathy and, you know, like well, none of us are perfect, but when other people, you can connect to someone on a level of, of just true honesty and you feel their spirit. I always love that moment. I always feel like it's such a beautiful moment in relationships that is such a key to, the longevity of a relationship is someone that's able to bear their true self and have uh, openness for other people's authentic self. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when we can be honest with each other, that really
1: goes a long way. You know, we've had this COVID going on, and I think it's made a lot of people look inward or be introspective. Well, at least some people. Other people decide yeah. to go have wars and try to take over places, but um, <laughs> for, right. for the rest of us, we're trying to be introspective. Um, what things have you gone through, you know, during the pandemic, or, or what what have you learned about yourself during this time?
2: Yeah, I think I think that well, I think it's it's a lot of yeah, definitely a lot of self reflection and. Um, I think one of the things that I have learned is just my just learning to be okay with myself and not needing other people's approval or someone else's, um, you know, presence to make me happy. And I think in an isolation when you are away from people, you have to really, you're, you're with yourself, you know, and you have to figure yes. out if you are good company to yourself. And I realized a lot mm-hmm. of time I wasn't company to myself because I had so much inner turmoil and was very hard on myself. And, and so that's something I've been working on of just really, truly being at peace with myself and not needing someone on the outside to make my world more peaceful, but be able to find it within.
1: That's a serious thing that I think you're going to keep going for the rest of your life I don't think it's something we learn and then it's like boom, we we just got it. Yeah, right. I think it's a yeah, it's a no, balancing. You know, yeah, it's just like an ongoing thing of like constantly trying to get back on track. You know, sometimes you fall yeah. off the track, you're not as centered. You know, today and then tomorrow, yeah. you you're like, okay, I'm cool, I'm at peace right now, I can deal with this. Um, and then the next right. day, you're like, all right, I'm I'm gonna like go postal <laughs> if, you, if you don't get out of my way you know yeah um, so it, it's 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 just a it's just a constant um battle i think as humans that we are trying to get that center um but the fact yeah. that you're even thinking about it and and trying to work on it i think is what's important and i think that's the key some people are not even aware they're off track you know i mean yeah. They're, yeah. they're not even aware they're off track so they they got a long way to go but um now do you write all your songs and if so where do you write them what's your process in writing
2: yeah so the songwriting process is just like this cool like thing that happens in many different ways like a lot of times it'll be a lyric concept or it might be like i'll start with one of the instruments um or just hear it in my head but Mm -hmm. um it's always like It always starts from somewhere And it's not always the same place So it's like Once you find that initial inspiration Then you just take it all away
1: And and you And when you kind of fix, Find this path Yeah Let me play some more of your music um, This is Miss Celia Jones um, If you're just tuning in I'm speaking with singer Judith Hill And we're talking about Her album Baby on am Hollywood Perfect
0: place in Of all the new
1: Was Miss Celia Jones from Judith Judith Hill's album Baby I'm Hollywood and the lady twitched the tables on the guy uh, you know <laughs> women are making their own money now Judith and uh, <laughs> we're definitely we're definitely coming into our own I think around the globe you know that's a, that's the thing with you know women empowerment Do you consider yourself a feminist well I'm
2: definitely I think that women are a power like we are our own queens, you know what I mean, and so um yes, I believe I believe I am I a mean, being I think that just seeing the history um, of women and just how there's been so much come up against us, but we're such survivors, we are so strong and survivors and um inspire each other
1: as a woman in the um business have you faced battles? If so, what were some of them and how did you overcome them? Um, Yeah,
2: definitely. I think um, as a woman, there's just been, so. it's definitely, there's like a sort of a stereotype around women and what they're capable of doing and and what they're not and, and sort of like people are surprised. They're like, oh, you do that too. It's like, well, yeah, I do I do, you know, do these things just like you do, you know, but I think that there's like sort of like this, there are people are surprised when you tell them, oh, I don't do the producing or I do this music directing, whatever, like, so that's slowly changing. And there's a lot of women that are just such amazing, incredible talents and people are understanding that. But I think that just coming out of like, just sort of
1: that old-school way of thinking. It's still, you know, still there in the world. Who have um, been your mentors in terms of women? Are there, like, a couple women that you really uh, supported you and and guided you uh, in your work? Um, Yeah, like, well,
2: my first and number one ultimate inspiration and person that's been guided me is my mom. She's just this incredible Force of nature, um, composer, musician, and just sort of like an all-around just talent. And so she really inspired me to be great. You know, and she's great. And um, I've also just been inspired by just incredible women in the business, like Sofia Vega, Rose Stone, was such an inspiration in my life. Just growing up Um, and watching her, she used to be the choir director. Um, at my church, but, you know, she's just such a legend, and and seeing her process of creativity was such, I was like a sponge growing up as a kid watching her, and I would go to her home every Monday as they worked on rehearsals and just kind of really learned a lot from her,
1: Um, but, yeah, the list goes on and on of just incredible women in my life now what are we going to see from you um, in the future you think uh, what type of album will will you be collaborating more with other singers or will it just be mainly you oh wait I think I you fell out Judas, can you hear Uh-oh. me, you hear I me? Think, yeah, yeah it was just like a little me? scratch
2: yes mm-hmm. okay um, yeah so I am working on a new album right now which is really exciting me. it's like I'm in the trenches of it and um and, I'm, mean, you know, I'm still in the process of we're just doing a lot of touring as well, so balancing the two. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's going to be, you know, just like the next step in my evolution. And can't wait to share it with the world.
1: So if you had a superpower, what would it be?
2: <laughs>
1: if I had a superpower.
2: Um, if I had a superpower, I think it would be – I would want it to be – um, the ability to connect to the invisible world and and the world like like the spiritual world and to be able to access it and mm. and yeah, I've always been like someone that was just like oh man, I wish that I could like just I, I've always been a very spiritual
1: person. So Staying and what to, do you have a particular religion that you practice or w- what is um, Can you I tell us a, a little
2: Christian, more about that? I, okay. Yeah, I am a Christian, and so yeah, I'm I'm very much deeply about connecting to God and and really being able to understand that He is here even though we can't see Him, and that's a big okay. part of like my musical inspiration because I feel like music is sort of that superpower that allows us to feel more than we're able to see. And I love that about music. It's just a spiritual experience that feels like it's just so transcendent. And so that's what it feels like every time when I'm on stage.
1: No, definitely. I mean, when I listen to different music, sometimes it makes me calm. Sometimes it gives me energy. Sometimes it, uh, you know, you want to yeah. have sex with somebody. I mean, it definitely yep. tunes you up uh, and, and hits you in the place that maybe you couldn't get to with, without that sound, that vibration uh, yeah. Of, yeah. of of the music. You know, I think the the vibration uh, because even without words, you can have song, uh, music that that can affect you, uh, that, that don't have any words at all, but definitely take you, you know, someplace. Um, if you had a hundred dollars, what would you do with it? A hundred dollars. Um,
2: that is a good question. Wow. I would, I would see, I don't know. I think that like, depending on where I am, like, I think that I would I would like to give it to somebody who needs it more, um, mm-hmm. you know, because there's been so much like especially now like with homelessness in LA, so I feel like that would be something that I'd want to do with it. Yeah, and I don't know, I have a guilty pleasure of I have a guilty pleasure of Chinese foot massages, <laughs> and so
1: ooh, been, that's good. Yeah, that's like one of my like
2: I get my go tos every week. I like I'm obsessed with
1: them. <laughs> I'm with you on that Let's play another okay. song uh, from your album Baby, I'm um, Hollywood um, Got the Right Thing
0: Hollywood. You just can't know the able You're making my heart shake I'm looking for a stone somebody You might be the one What planet are you from Oh boy, you're looking so bad too old
1: looking for the real one i mean that's just one of the how, how do you find the real one you know because so the person will be like one way the first month or two and then like month three, right. they like start breaking apart you're like what, what happened to what, what in the world <laughs> you know what's been your experience so in love true. judith you, you know can you talk to us about like I'm, what's your secret in finding love <laughs> Again, I
2: think it all comes back to, like, authenticity, because you're right. Like, somebody can be a certain way until they're not. And I think that sometimes it might take a minute to really get to someone's authentic self, but it, it really shouldn't have to take that long. I think that, like, being able to recognize when someone is being true it's something i'm learning you know it's, it's definitely a long journey but i think that it's all about just how real someone is going to be you know and not not put on a show or or try to be someone that they think you're going to like but just be themselves and and really accept
1: themselves further than accept you for being
2: yourself you know
1: yeah but it's hard as a as a, you're traveling as a as an artist and you, you don't sit, you know sometimes oh, yeah. for the tour periods I mean that puts a strain, um, you know. How do you? I mean, somebody has to be secure with themselves, knowing that you're if you're going around traveling and, and they're not with you, that right. you know, you're not yeah. doing anything behind their back, so to speak. Um, yeah. So I think uh, it takes a special kind of person to to uh, deal with that, um, but they're out there. Um, people find them and they, they, they survive, you know, marriages survive. It artists, yeah. They have this this thing of like, their, their, their marriages don't survive, you know, like that, that's just like, okay, it's normal. But should that be the normal Judith? I mean, really? No,
2: it should not. I think that, yeah. My parents are a great example. They're just like strong and they're both musicians. And it's you know, I think that, definitely can survive. I think it's just up to, you know, we just get, it takes hard work, but I believe it's definitely, we're here to
1: survive. We're here to make it, you know? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've been a lot of places. So if you could go anywhere, where would you go and who would you take with you? I can go anywhere. Um, I would love,
2: I would really love to go to Egypt. I've always been fascinated. History and, um, yeah, I guess. I mean, I would take really, you know, some friends, or I might take my mom. But um, yeah, I love to go and see the see the pyramids and, and just just do like the whole history
1: walk. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Now, I was talking with my other guest about brunch. Now, are you a brunch person, a lunch person, or a dinner person? Like, what's your favorite meal? <laughs> um,
2: I, I probably would say dinner is my favorite meal because I love to eat, so I love a good like. I love the works, like all the food. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> like what? What's your favorite dish? What, no, seriously, what's your favorite dish? What do you like to eat? Um, I I want to say I love
2: um, Korean barbecue. One of my favorite. Okay. Um. Yeah, and let's see what else. I mean, I I mean, I love so much food. It's kind of crazy,
1: but. Um
2: now can you cook can you
1: cook there. or somebody else has to cook it? Can you cook or to somebody else? No, has to cook?
2: I can cook. I, I have dishes I cook but I've definitely I'm not gonna pass up the opportunities to go get the restaurant version. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> there's some
1: good, you know, but but yeah, I definitely cook at home It's my like, yeah, it's getting better. Now where do you go, um out in LA? Uh what's your favorite place out there? Uh, really?
2: Let's see. Um, well, for Korean barbecue, I love this place called House of Galbi. Um, and my friend and I, we always kind of go in there and it's like kind of our go-to. So there's that. And, um, yeah, just a lot of like, like a lot of like fusion places where they kind of like mix up the meal or just kind of do like these cool Mm -hmm. cuisines and things like that. So, yeah.
1: Are you like spicy or sweet? Like, are you the spicy or sweet person? or both?
2: Probably uh, like a little bit of both, like a good balance of sweet and
1: spicy, but not mm-hmm. too spicy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Not not like like um what was it uh, um what's that green paste wasabi like you know that stuff you can oh, only yeah, put like <laughs> yeah but you can only put a little bit like like horseradish. Yeah, I remember I know. as a kid I. I, I used to put horseradish on those like um, circle salt, uh, th- those little circle crackers. I don't know, if I, I can't explain it, but I uh-huh. remember one time I must have put too much horseradish and it like went right through my nose, and I was like, ah! <laughs> 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 yeah. So you got to you got to be careful. Yeah, man, with the you got to be careful. Yeah, watch um, it. Yeah, got to watch it. But Judith, thank you so much for coming on today. I think you have the right combination Absolutely. of spice. Um, and the salt, uh, sweet, everything is there uh, on this album, Baby I'm Hollywood. And I definitely can't wait till the next album comes out. So, so work work hard, work fast, okay? <laughs> so, we can, thank you we can for hear, sure. this, hear the, the next album. Uh, thank you so much. You can go back to sleep and then wake up and eat your um Korean barbecue tonight, okay? <laughs> yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> All right, take it easy. All right. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I just got off the phone with singer Judith Hill. We were talking about her album, Baby, I'm Hollywood. I'm going to be giving away some copies of the album, so you want to follow me at Joy Keys on Twitter. Check me out on Facebook, Saturday mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. Also, you can check the shows out on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. I, I hope you guys have a great weekend. And again, follow so that you can win. Um, oh, the author that was on earlier, she's going to be giving away a tote bag. So um, again, follow so that you can win. And when you uh, see the giveaway, you can email me, Saturdays SaturdaysWithJoyKeys at hotmail.com. Uh, This is Candle in the Dark from Baby, I'm Hollywood, Judith Hill's album.